1: Farmview
2: with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. Brought to you by GlanviaConnect.com. Hello and welcome to Farmview. Well as usual it's Kieran O'Connor here with your weekly farming programme and once again I have a very busy show for you this week. Well in this week's programme I'll talk to Mill supplier Mark Drone of Rathgormer Clane and Mark was nominated for August National Student of the Year by Kildalton College. I'll also hear about the Agricultural Science Association's ASA Fellowship Programme aimed at developing Ireland's next agri food thought leader. And plus, I talked to Farming Independence Jim O'Brien about his new book, Matters of Great Indifference Reflections on Modern Rural Living. And plus, as always, we'll have our farming calendar. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR,
3: with GlanbiaConnect.com, Ireland's biggest online farming shop and more.
2: Well, nominated for the prestigious Student of the Year Award from Kildalton College was a Warford milk supplier and Sclamby milk supplier from the Tlanley Rackormack area and he is Mark Rowan who joined us on the line first of all Mark welcome to our programme thanks Karen. first of all Mark being nominated by Kildalton College for the National Student of the Year a great achievement and a great honour
0: yeah was a bit surprised I didn't even know there was such a thing uh, at the time and um, I got a phone call a couple of months after finishing up to know would I be interested in going forward for interviews. A little bit reluctant at the start but I did and I was nominated to go forward for the college to the to the national round of interviews for the award.
2: And of course Mark uh, for people on the outside you are literally a mature student and you might give the background of you went to WIT studying engineering and ended up coming back on the farm and then doing the green search so by the time you got to Kildalton College you were one of the real senior, senior citizens in the classroom
0: yeah, I was uh, I went back to do the full time course um, say with people that would have left school just finished school say and just started you know started the first time in college so it was everything from 17, 18, 19 year olds up to me and older even than me um, there was lots of people who had done college courses previously I'd gone home farm and I needed to do green star qualification so There was guys that done chemistry courses and engineering courses mm-hmm. and all sorts of things so it was a bit it was a bit mixed it was good all the same like it was it was different you know there well, obviously people in the group
2: correct but obviously you really got uh, really stuck into because you were working on the farm and then going back doing the green cert, The engineering and the experience, the engineering course in WIT, did that stand to you or did you find that literally a waste of, of a couple of years or do you feel it has stood to you by the time you hit uh, r- not the farm uh, at not home? It was a great
0: interest in engineering as well. It's, so really, really me, you know, like. so it really stood to me afterwards. So it helps me
2: every day, a year. Right. Now of course, you run the dairy herd at home there. Uh, what type of numbers do you have? And of course, more importantly, you're one of the founder members of the Rack Garmic Robotic Milk Group and of course very much involved in that is Chocolate's advisor Seamus Carney who helped coordinate it all. Yeah.
0: So um, currently we're making uh, about 150 all, all year round split, split cab and we set up the group many, many years ago when we first started and it kind of developed and developed and it's turned into uh, um, say just the county water for now including all robotic farmers of all different brands of machines. So we meet probably maybe six to seven times a year. There's no, we don't meet as regular as other groups because it's not the need, I suppose but we meet as often as we feel we need to and um, it's great to have the experience of different types of machines because robots are a little bit different and that they all they're all have their own quirks Things at the mm-hmm. different ends, so nice to have different manufacturers you know, machines in the groups.
2: And Mark, it was a very bold move, and I know Seamus Carney was very much the pioneer to kind of drive it. But for all to get involved was a huge investment, and it was a huge gamble a literally, gamble a risk because you were going into the unknown, but you believed what you had seen, and indeed, you believed that it could work. And my god, has it worked?
0: It was very much an unknown at the time. Um, we had a lot of thinking to do about it and research to do. We weren't sure if it was the right thing or the wrong thing. Probably the fact that a group of us helped in that we kind of had each other to fall back on. But as I say it's proven itself at this stage, they're widely proven. I don't think anyone can question the you know, the workers behind them. Mm-hmm. Um it's just so whether it's for the person or the farm or you know it's not for everyone obviously but, because a lot of um, people
2: exactly but a lot of people questioned initially they were w- working about would both herd, herd health and milk quality suffer you know but that hasn't been the case mm,
0: no 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 definitely not um, definitely herd health is, is I mean it's monitored every day cows wear a collar on the neck um, It's heat detection rumination all that kind of stuff there's health reports I mean it flags up sick cows before we even know they're sick I mean milk quality is it's measured every milk and so we get butterfat protein lactose um, litres cell count uh, milk temperature
2: You know the problem cows good and early
0: Yeah exactly you see them way before you would have ever seen them traditionally before Right. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you might even have a little bit too much information It's kind right, of hard to mean, know when it's yeah. time to intervene and not to intervene um, I, presume the time, of after a
2: while. I presume your time in WIT and doing the engineering and involved now with a high tech setup like you have I was down on your farm when uh, I met the the, the initial group of you there a couple of years ago now as regards the whole running of the of the robots, and of course, you're very much involved in a discussion group and purchase group. But definitely, the engineering must have stood to you. Yeah,
0: um, dad was heavily involved in engineering before. He that's, that was his his career, and um, of course, it it, it just rubbed off on me. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't lick it off the road. Um, but uh, yeah, look, if I wasn't farming, I'd be doing something with engineering. That's kind of the background I have, and that's my interest. And I try to bring as much as I can to farming as best I can.
2: And of course, your dad had great vision, and he was one of the real key factors of this group coming together.
0: Yeah, I suppose he was the driver behind it um initially, you know. He was the he was the one who pulled everyone together and organised it all and brought brought us all different places and organized the trips um to see things, you know. So I don't think without him he left it you- behind no.
2: Yeah. No. You said it, and, and I know Seamus Carney speaking to him. He was saying without without your dad's um, enthusiasm that the, the thing might have gone ahead. As regards your, your own farm, and finally on this, of course, the judges say that the, the the good calf rearing you have, the the soil fertility, and the the whole advocate of good grass management were all the key areas that they nominated you for. Yeah,
0: um, so look, we're always trying to look forward to trying to drive on a bit. Um, I am not I'm not I'm not big into quantity, I'm more into quality if that's the mm. <laughs> uh I like to do the small things right, you know. So it's all about doing good policy. I'm looking policy. to new to see what's new, on, new what's new and what, right. what's up and coming and oh. mm so
2: take it on Well definitely your dad will be very proud of what you have achieved and to be nominated by Chagas Dalton College for the Student of the Year was a fantastic achievement you and all the family listen well done Mark you're keeping up, doing a great job and well done to all involved in your Rath Gormach a Robotic Milk Group and indeed to Seamus as well who was really the guiding light behind it all Thanks
0: so much Ken
2: well the Agricultural Science Association better known as ASA of course are one of the best and well known coordinated associations for really for the ag scientists right across the industry from all aspects of the industry. Well every year they have a, a fellowship programme and this year is no exception and they have a €10,000 ASA fellowship and to tell us all about we're joined by their president and that's Anne-Marie Butler Anne-Marie welcome to our programme.
3: Thanks very much Kieran. thanks for having me, pleasure.
2: Anne-Marie before we talk about the bursary and now your national ASA president at a very difficult time you might tell us a little bit about your background, and how you got involved in the industry, and your background in ASA.
3: I will, of course, Kieran. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Kenny woman. Uh, so plenty, of, plenty of hurling going on, and looking forward to the next match. Um, so I'm from Freshbridge, just north of the county, Kieran. Um so I'm from a tillage farm um, and I studied agriculture in UCD for four years and I was delighted to, to get the opportunity to study agriculture and make great friends up there, many of whom are from Waterford and around Clashmore and further afield, Kieran. Um and had a great time there, so much so that I stayed on for another couple of years and completed my PhD in UCD in association with Chagas Moorpark was my PhD was all about the type of cow that you'd have and what you'd eat um, calving dates and, and all that kind of optimisation that uh, looks at the whole dairy systems that we have across the country um, and when I finished my PhD then Kieran, I was delighted to join uh, Ulster Bank so I've been with Ulster Bank since 2008 I'm the senior agri-manager with Ulster Bank and so in a nutshell my job is I'm in a normal course of events Kieran i I'm out and about on the road meeting customers looking at their new lending applications or, or looking at how the farm is operating um, and then bring that knowledge back into Ulster Bank to see how we can mm. respond to customers. So if milk prices up or down, or pig prices up or down, or from Brexit to climate change, um, all of those issues, I suppose, uh, will will pass my my remit. And it's it's a role that I've enjoyed, and I very much enjoy meeting customers. And I look forward to getting back out in the road, Kieran. We're meeting them virtually at the moment, but I certainly look forward to getting out and about.
2: Now, as regards the ASA, this annual uh, fellowship you have worth ten thousand FPD involved as sponsors. You might tell our listeners about the fellowship and what you're actually looking for. Yes,
3: yeah, so we're. Delighted to launch this new program in association with SBD and thank them sincerely for their support. Um, the essence of this, Cairn, is we're looking for an individual, an ASA member who's ambitious and enthusiastic, um, has a strong bedrock in science, as all our members have, and is looking to build on that bedrock. Um, we're inviting applications under one of four themes um, sustainable agriculture, soil science and carbon sequestration, food for health, and agriculture and food economics. And the idea is that the individual would submit a a short application, Kieran, we We've certainly not thought to make it very cumbersome on people, that they would submit how they would spend this €10,000 to further their scientific knowledge and at the same time be an ambassador and an advocate for not just the ASA, but for the industry at large. As all of your listeners will know, agriculture has a great story to tell, but we often um, don't get the opportunity to tell that story Um, both Mm. nationally and internationally so this individual will be an advocate for it Um, and a very strong part of it Kieran is that the findings of their science will not only be presented at our conference hopefully next September but also will be put into relatable communication so that they would come on shows like your show and other shows across the country to advocate for science and to show them agriculture and all that agriculture does.
2: A bit like the Nuffield really that you get the experience then come back and then share your experience with the general uh, public.
3: Yeah that's it I, I suppose in this though as well as you would have seen from the detail um, and your listeners can can get from our ASA website. There isn't um, a set program here, so the individual will need to be somewhat of a self-starter. So unlike, I suppose, Nuffield where they would embark on a, a, an organized trip, mm. this is certainly led by themselves. So very much up to them as to what they would like to study. Obviously, we're acutely mindful of COVID and, and limitations on travel, Kieran, so there will yes. have to be some concessions made if somebody wants okay. to look a little bit further or they want to travel. But certainly, we did want to launch uh, and let people know that it's it is there um, and that it's very much self-led. We will support them in any way that we can. We have a, a great right. network of members, a great network of links um, and will certainly help and assist but it's very much down to the individual as to what they would like to study and, and hopefully I suppose our aim Kieran, is that in 10 or 15, 20 years time this fellow will look back and be proud that they were the first fellow.
2: As regards applying, how how do you apply? How do you go about applying and what is the closing date? The
3: closing date is actually the 4th of January so hopefully people get a chance over the Christmas season to reflect on this and get the application in. The best place to get the information, Karen is to go to our website. It's www.asaireland.ie forward slash fellowship. Or if any of your listeners go on to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of the social media, Instagram, there's links there that will bring them in. But it's it's a two-phase process. You submit an application form, which is a max thousand words. So again, um, hopefully it'll be succinct enough for that. And also the second thing that we're asking people to do is to submit a short video, a max two minute video, just telling us why they would like to be the ASA Fellow.
2: Listen, I think it's a fantastic concept. It's the Ag Science Association, the ASA, launching their fellowship uh, program, Value 10,000, sponsored by the FBD. And for more information, look up www.asaireland.ie forward slash fellowship. Anne Marie Butler is National President. Listen, Anne Marie, well done and uh, well done at this very difficult time and indeed great to see this fellowship program being announced and lead let's hope we'll have good uptake on it and hopefully some uh, good uptake from down here in warford in the southeast thanks for taking our call
3: exactly not at all thanks for having me here, and take care
2: Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR. With Glambiaconnect.com.
3: Thousands of products in the palm of your hand.
2: And you're very welcome back to part two of FarmView. Now, before I talk to Farming Independence, Jim O'Brien, about his new book, let's have a look at some items from our farming calendar. Turning to our farmer markets and country markets, of course, great opportunity every week to purchase local farm fresh produce this Saturday. Walford Farmers Market, John Roberts Square, and also, of course, on Saturday morning, we have the Strably Farmers Market trading every Saturday morning from 10 until 1.00. On Thursday, it's Dungarvan Farmers Market, Cratton Square, running every Thursday as usual from 9 until 2. While on Friday mornings, we've Dungarvan Country Markets now trading every Friday morning at the Scouts Den in Abbeyside from 9 until 1. And good news as regards to Watford Farmers Market at St Olave's Hall. Chris Hillard was on to tell us that they'll be reopening on Friday next, the 4th of December, from 9 until 1. Now, turning to our marts, of course, due to level 5 COVID restrictions, all marts are now running online this Saturday. Wafford Ross Mart Cattle and Calf Sale starting at 10. And don't forget, their weekly wheeling sale at New Ross will take place every Monday from half past five. A note also in from the Garvan Mart that Monday's Mart with cattle and calves will also have a very special entry of Pedigree, Aberdeen Angus and Charolais cattle for a local producer. And as I mentioned earlier, all Marts are now online at livestocklive.com. Com. Now Farm Safety Code of Practice well a half day Farm Safety Code of Practice training course has been organised by Mobile Training It will take place in Modellio Community Centre on Thursday week that Thursday the 10th of December from 7 o'clock all COVID-19 guidelines are strictly adhered to and for more information you can contact Colette at mobiltraining.ie and the show jumping front Shaniquil House Equestrian Centres, well their Autumn Pony Training Series continue every Sunday morning under strict COVID conditions at 11 o'clock every Sunday morning and finally when it comes to Christmas trees we'd like everyone to buy local this year and this year Christmas trees will be for sale at the Causeway Bowls Club it's adjacent to the Causeway Tennis Club all trees on sale are grown in West Watford and they'll be open for sale from Tuesday next running daily from 11 until 6 at the Causeway Bowls Club in Abbeyside. Farm View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR
3: with glambiaconnect.com Ireland's biggest online farming shop and more
2: well, Matters of a Great Indifference is a new book published by Jim O'Brien. Of course, Jim O'Brien is well-known down here in Warford from his involvement over last year, particularly in the Dungarvan Co-op history, 100 years of Dungarvan Co-op, along with Prontice Pannock and Caroline Smithy Of course, uh, reflections on modern and rural living. And Jim joins us on the line, of course, well-known for his weekly column in the Farming Independent. Jim, welcome back to our programme.
1: Thanks, Kieran. Thank you very much.
2: Jim, you just finished a book last year and now you're back again. Where did you get the idea for this book from?
1: Well, I suppose I write the column every week for the Farming Independent. Just to go back a bit, about three years ago, as you might know and as people would know, I write the property for the Farming Independent have been doing that for about 10 years and during that time I would often make observations on what I saw around the country and in writing the property pieces I'd maybe make observations on rural life and that sort of thing so my editor asked me Louise Hogan and um, the deputy editor Ronnie Bellew asked me if I'd consider writing a column a weekly column just on what I see around me and what I see in my travels and that's how it started and then Mm. as they gathered and as uh, the columns gathered pace and breath as we might say it was suggested to me by a few people that I should consider putting them together as, as a compendium as a collection and that's what this is. It's a collection of my columns from 2017 until now and it covers everything from broadband to Brexit to the pandemic, all kinds of issues that came up along the way, you
2: know. But Jim, you really have a good eye for that story because and indeed, fantastic reviews, uh, Jim O'Brien is a wonderful storyteller with a right experience in life, according to Michael Harding and of course, witty, charming, reflective, caring and wise. Maureen McGuinness, former MEP and of course now Commissioner, so they're two very um, very good endorsements to get at this stage, Jim.
1: Yeah, and I was very happy to get them of course. I worked with Maureen way back when she went for her first time, uh, when she went to the, um where we made her first uh, attempt at the European Parliament, a successful attempt. So I was delighted at that time to work with her. We both had been working in uh, in, in rural journal- mm. agricultural journalism, so we'd have known one another from then. And uh, Michael Harding, I know Michael for years, and he'd be a good friend of mine and my wife. But anyway, it was great to get to get those endorsements. Mm. As you say, I have um, <laughs> I have a great opportunity all the time out there to to see things, and especially when you go into a house or when you go into a farm, when you're walking, it's say with an auctioneer and it's ready for sale. Very often the kind of things you'll see, very often you'll see a place that has stood still in time. I remember one time going into a a farmhouse and the man there had obviously gone from the farmhouse to a nursing home and then had, had died obviously subsequently. On the back of the two armchairs facing the fireplace were his two caps, his Sunday cap. And his working camp. and they were mm-hmm. there as if he had just walked out the door, mm-hmm. you know. And you, feel, you and see, you see whole stories entirely. there yeah. about the changes and about rural life and rural experience. And it's those kind of things I would have reflected on uh, in 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 the pieces. Mm-hmm. I also, would have, you know, written stuff about broadband. I'm a great believer that it's the it is a force for rural Ireland. It makes sure people can work wherever they like, and will revive rural Ireland. So I have come, I comment on things like that. And um, and also on the, the things that go to make up anyone's life, like my, both my parents would have died in the last two or three years and I would have reflected on that and written about that and written about the fact that maybe you know how, how when I'm walking farms uh, in my job that I'd, I'd experience uh, hear my father whispering in my ear about the condition of the place, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. And those are the things I would talk about along with community. I'm involved in a very lively community here in East Clare and you know I would talk about community issues and the kind of things you would mm. see when you're going through villages and going through towns right. the kind of community efforts cetera, that would be happening around the place and that sort of thing so it's a, it's a broad canvas and uh, I'm about everything and anything it could be the sight even of a woman on her way up the street to go to a morning mass as you'd be driving through that would, would mm. strike, uh, uh, to put something clearing in my mind and I'd get home then and hammer out a few about 800 words on it so that's what it's about really but Jim, and it's about all of rural life
2: brilliant because you have a great feel for that I know you're uh... Uh, originally from Kildimo, you a big family of the O'Briens in Kildimo. Of course, Kyle Hayes doing you proud at the moment. We won't talk hurling to a Limerick man <laughs> at the moment, but you moved to Clare. But having that feel, you have that growth for the, for the land. Did you always have that? And was that instilled from your mum or your dad? or that First of all, people. And secondly, the, the the love of the land, the love of the farm. Well,
1: I suppose my, my if, if my own home heard you talking about me and the love of the land they would they would, they would, would kind of smile because I loved being part of it now at the farming and myself <laughs> we never got on that, that that, that much I remember one time uh, driving with my father we were going down the road and I had a cap on my head and this woman um, we stopped to chat to her a neighbour of mine and he, she said I'm glad to see you wearing a cap James she said because, because... you better mind the brain because you don't mean to dirty your hands so in that sense I wouldn't have been the best farmer in the world but I was very much... Um, you were interested in what
2: happened and behind the farm gate. Yes, yeah, i always yeah. had
1: an interest in yeah. it. And then, you know, as you go away from it, you get a deeper growth for it. So I always had a great interest in, in farming and... Um, and in farming communities and how they live their lives and the kind of dynamics that make them. I remember as a young fella thinking that um you know, that people who didn't work on farms had a great life because when we went home after our day at school we had to throw off the clothes and uh, the good clothes and take off down to the farmyard and do a few hours work mm. before we came back up to do our homework. I always felt we were a bit hard done by at those times. But um no, and it's 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 an amazing way of life really. It's 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 possibly the oldest form of existence that's known as the oldest form of making a living and how it's changing and all that all around us. And, of course, now you've all the tensions between, mm. in, in some cases, false tensions between the, the green agenda and the farming agenda, when, in fact, both can work very well together to um, make sure that our, that our environment is guarded and and, 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 and farmed in a sustainable
2: way. Well Jim I think you've captured it brilliantly. What I love two, two factors is there's so many different stories they're, they're long they're, they're, they're not long stories, they're lovely short to the point covering both people and events and different things that you've spotted with your eagle eye over the last 10 years involved with the Farming Independent. I think it's a fabulous read. Matters of Great Indifference Reflections on Modern Rural Living. Obviously Jim with the present uh, pandemic uh, I suppose it's online for the, for the moment and hopefully to be in the bookshops coming up to Christmas is that the drill? It is. Uh, um, what,
1: what, what, Because of the, um, because, of, because of COVID, but also I'm self-published. So as a self-publisher, it's very hard to get. Uh, to, distribution is very hard to come by, you know. And so uh, it's mainly online, you know. And and, and it, my website is www.jimobrien.ie
3: jimobryan.ie
1: Jim e, and you of. can click on it and you can either get it through Amazon or you can get it through myself I can I can try and get it to you but I, I'd say to me it's, uh, Amazon have, have a far more efficient way of doing it than I have but it's very difficult for somebody who's self-publishing yeah. to get a book out there so online right. is a great is a great
2: way for, for people like us you know So once again it's w- IE. E. Listen Jim I think summed up brilliantly by Mairead McGinnis when she said it's witting, charming reflective, caring and wise Listen well done it's a great publication matters of great indifference Jim O'Brien, of course, who we mentioned earlier, was the author, a call, along with Pranchise Bernock and Carolyn Smithy of Dungarvan Co-op 100 years. Jim, thanks for taking the call and the Kieran. very best with matters of great indifference. Thanks a million. Thank you, Kieran. Thanks for the call. And before I go on the racing front, we had a good week again for local Waterford connections. Cross-channel, we would wins for Kappa Jock Tom Queeley at Lingfield, as well as young Dungarvan Jock Sean Hulhan at Huntington. While back home, a great win indeed for Dungarvan trainer Alice Corn and Dungarvan Jock Ian power at Thorless While also a Thorless with a good win for Ballied of Upper trainer Pat O'Connor and Tallow Jock. James Hannan while at Nace with a good return to the winner's enclosure for one of the stable stars of knocking trainer Henry de Bromid, and also at Nace well known colleague and owner and dairy farmer Dermot Horgan had also a good winner while at Punchestown Dungarvan owner breeders the Flint family of Dungarvan had a very impressive winner well that's it for this week's programme once again my thanks to Ollie and Sean for all the help in putting this week's programme together so stay safe and hopefully I'll have your company again same time next week View with Kieran O'Connor on WLR
3: with Gle- PlanviaConnect.com. Thousands of products in the palm of your hand.
2: Judy
1: was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>